0: What's up, what's up, y'all? Welcome back to Coffee with Chloe. Um, so as you can see by the title, we're going in on round two with uh, Kamala Harris. I got my boy, Toon, back on. You know, he went in in the first episode. And I also had you back on for something completely different. I know the first episode we did together was about, like, um, my body and soul. So, like, manif- manifesting and things like that. So this is kind of a new territory in that sense. Um, mm-hmm. So... Originally, we were going to talk about Biden's potential for his VP. And since that discussion, he already picked his VP, and he (laughs) picked Kamala Harris. So, if you two could just kind of go into – I mean, I don't really care who goes first. Your first thought when you saw he chose Kamala Harris to run as his VP?
1: Um. Well, I'm I'm gonna let her go in first, and then I'll um i come
2: through. <laughs> All right. <laughs> okay. well, I
0: I really didn't like. Normally, I pay attention to politics, but with everything, like I wasn't really paying much attention to her during her like presidential bid. But what came out during that time, I was alarmed, especially because of her history as a prosecutor in in. California and all the things that happen there, right? And I don't, and I don't, and I still don't like the way that they try and have her. Like I don't know her background that well. Um, I know she has Mm -hmm. an Indian mother and a Jamaican father, which technically she was intended to be like an Indo Jamaican type person. But when it comes to Mm -hmm. being in the US. It's like I don't know what her experiences like here. I mean, yes, she looks visibly black, but mm-hmm. um, did she identify as such? Um, how was she raised? And I feel like that that forms some of the policy that she did, like was she really treated that way. So that's more like where I come from with her. Um, what else about her? And I, I find it weird that it's like she tries to be, and I don't know, I saw a couple where they try and make her like, ghetto or something and I'm like but that's mm. not
2: what
0: you know what I mean I know she came from HBCU right hmm okay she so did. I'm just like she I don't did. know okay I just don't know I just don't that's kind of my thing with that so I wanted to look into that which I didn't get a chance to Um, all, was like, that's kind of my first thoughts on her I really didn't like her as a presidential candidate that much um, but People are excited about her, so that's what I can perceive right now, and that's where I'm at <laughs> at the moment.
1: Okay.
2: Um, two, what's like, up? What's up,
1: like, two? Yeah. So, look, right, um, let me preface, preface this first by saying um, I am still going to vote for Joe Biden, all right? Um, and I am fully <laughs> cognizant of the fact that in this time, like, with so much on the line, it's really, it makes it really difficult to be adding to an algorithm or a narrative that could possibly allow El Cheeto to get back in office, right? And I don't want to, I definitely don't want to do that at all. However, when I first heard that he picked her, I, I mean, I wasn't surprised, to be honest. But,
2: mm-hmm.
1: I, like, there are other people he could have picked I would have been a lot more happy with because um, her background. It's, it's a couple mm-hmm. of things that are like red flags to me. Now, when you hear people talk, call Kamala Harris a cop, most people don't mean that literally. Right? Mm-hmm. What they're basically saying is that the mentality, because you worked closely with them, and mm-hmm. one of the complaints we have is that, you know, the prosecutor's office and the police force, work way too closely together, <laughs> like way too closely right. together. And right. I understand right. It's, right. it's the nature of, of that, that business, right? I understand that, and a lot of people do, but it's like it, the connection to it is about comfort, particularly since we just spent the last three months in them streets, <laughs> you know what I'm going, right. going at police policy. And, and so it, 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 it has a crazy optic to it. Right, and you know a lot of my misgivings with, with her, I mean, even if you take away the the, the truancy thing and her um, kind of flip-flopping on the death penalty thing, even if you take all of that away, like for me, when she didn't um when she went at she did a civil enforcement action against one West Bank for misconduct when they were foreclosing on homes, right? So she declined to prosecute the bank. Now, we know who the CEO of that bank was at the time. It was Steven Mnuchin, who is now the Trump's Treasury Secretary. And he is a colossal D-bag, right? So it's like right. I kind of feel like if she would have pulled the trigger on that back then, let's be dealing with Steven Mnuchin now, you know. So it's just, I don't know. And then, you know, the – the flip-flopping on the whole uh, Medicare thing, the whole health care mm-hmm. thing. I get, I get why she did it. I understand. It was optics. But right. I feel like at a certain point when you have a guy in office who actively shits the bed on Twitter, at press conferences, every place he goes, he's shitting the bed, saying any and everything, lying, all of that. It's right. time to go hard he he opens the door to go hard and not be right. as reserved, so you know a lot of the, a lot of that to me has to do with um it's this really ridiculous idea that we need to court trump's base <laughs> like, right no right. Right. absolutely not. <laughs> like what are we doing that for? <laughs> well, if we go too hard in this direction, they say, if we go too hard in this direction, well. A lot of that we won't be able to convince a lot of them to jump ship. I got news for you. He told them people to inject bleach and sunlight and stuff. Right. And they was down. Right, right. There's nothing you want to say. There's right. nothing you gonna say. <laughs> so I, it seems like to me that the proper strategy would be to get your base excited, super excited, so that they come out and, and, and vote. And like I said, I know there's nuance to the topic. But that was my, right. my first thing. However, I, I have noticed, looking at social media, I have noticed that there are still a bunch of people who just want Trump gone, and they see, and Kamala, he, he, you see he's having a hard time trying to attack her, right? Yes. He really is having yes. a hard time trying to attack her. You know, yes. so that's, that's good. And I know she's going to rip Mike Pence a new hole in the in, in debate. He's going to get oh, massacred, sure. and that's good, and that's good. So, you know, I, I'm an adult. I know I can't have ice cream for dinner, right? I know mm-hmm. that. So and I, just, like, just like I know my politicians are not going to be perfect because I have a really jaundiced view. So, I mean, it is what it is. I'm going to cast my boat, <laughs> and that's right. just it, you know. Right, 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 right.
0: Um, mm-hmm. I'm gonna I'm gonna ask you a question, I'm gonna, but first I'm gonna say my
2: initial thoughts, right? So, well, you know what I mean, well. I know
0: I got a little, I know I got a little politician in me, so I'm probably gonna be like politicking a little bit in this episode. I'm not gonna hold you just a little, but
2: um, <laughs> just a <bit. laughs> But
0: um, and then it, and then too, I'm a Howard alum, so she went to Howard, right? So it's just kind of like, yeah. The first thing for me truly was the for the first time in history we have a black woman that's an HBCU graduate on the ticket Mm -hmm. to go into the White House, and Mm -hmm. I think there was a sense of like alumni pride and like HBCU pride Mm -hmm. in there, right? So it was like understandable because it's like so it's like damn, like I'm really happy for these specific set of reasons. But at the same time, it's like, damn, is this really who I want to be, my vice president?
1: Um, No, no, no. What you should be asking yourself is, is this who you really want to be, your president? Because we don't know. If Biden wins, we don't – Biden's old, man. (laughs) We don't know what's going to happen in the next four years.
0: Yes, that's fair. And and here's another thing that I think people don't realize. The vice president has very little – Power and has very Facts. little tasks. Like he sits in, if there's a split vote in Congress, he, the, the vice right. president breaks the vote. They have authority right. over, like, the Speaker of the House, something like that. Like, they literally only do three or four things.
2: E- right, right, for right, right.
0: If the president dies, they take over. So it's not like right. Kamala Harris is going to be like, hey, let's pass all these bills and put people in jail. Like, you know, she, she doesn't have a as president. Right. does fact. She just, just does it, right? So, I mean, it was kind of like fact. twofold for me. Like, like I was I was proud, but I was just kind of like, yo. But let me ask you this to him, and then I'll finish what I was saying. You said there were other people mm-hmm. you would have been happier about that he picked as VP. Who
1: would those people have been for you? All right. So, and this, of course, we're talking about imperfect um, people. Um, so, you know, it, it is what it is with that. But the sister's name, I'm drawing a blank on her now. The sister's name that was running for um, governor in Georgia, um, but, you know, she wound up, she, not, she didn't win, but she did a, she did a very good job. Of um, oh. she did a very good job in the race. Now, I am drawing a blank on her name because I'm old. Uh, Stacey Abrams. Stacey yeah, yeah. I—I yeah. 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 I, I like I liked her a lot, a lot. Um, even though I still had some misgivings about you know her ready to um bend the knee to Bloomberg at that point when he when he jumped in you know, but even with that, I, I kind of would have liked her. I kind of would have liked her, and um, it's the other. Um, I think she's a congresswoman. Um, is it Karen Bass. Who? No, uh, Karen Bass. I think she's out. She's a. Is she a congresswoman out there in California? I believe. Oh, her name's I know her. Who I'm you're so bad about. with names. I know
0: who you're talking about too. Oh, I can't think yeah. of anything either, but
1: I, I, I know who you're talking about. It's Karen Bass, U.S. Representative. It's Karen Bass. Um, okay. I, I like her, her mozzie. and 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 to uh, to um, co-sign what you just said. You're right. Vice presidents don't really have a whole lot of power, but one thing they do have is the president's ear, and That's very true. That's I think very true. that can that can be important because, especially if you consider the fact. That it was it was Joe Biden that pulled Obama across the uh, finish line as far as on gay rights.
2: Mm-hmm. Obama mm-hmm. hadn't
1: hadn't done the whole uh, gay marriage acceptance thing yet, and then Biden got on yeah, mean, and was like, yeah, well, <laughs> you know, yeah, because
0: he was at one point he was Obama was anti all that stuff.
1: Yeah, he was talking to that traditional uh-huh. marriage nonsense. So yeah. <laughs> like. Biden was the one that came out for it, and then that dragged the rest of the administration over there. So there are some things a vice president can do. And I feel like if the vice president was an advocate for certain um, policies, like, like the mm-hmm. health care reform and stuff like that, then it's entirely possible. Of course, we, we have no way of knowing um, how much other vice presidents have persuaded the president to fall you know, on certain issues. You know, we we really have no because we're not privy to the conversations they have. But I kinda of figure certain um certain types of uh, politicians that have certain types of policies that they are uh, really passionate about, having the president's ear that could be that could be the deciding thing for that president that might be kinda of wishy washy on certain things, you know. So Yeah. It is what it yeah. is.
0: Yeah. I mean I'm with you. Um for me, I think my top three for Biden would have been, like you said, Stacey Abrams, Kamala Harris,
1: mm-hmm.
0: or Elizabeth Warren, right? And oh, I, I, I
1: completely I, forgot to even mention her. Yep. Yeah, yeah.
0: Yeah. But, see, yep. to me, Kamala Harris was the safe pick, and I'll tell you why. Elizabeth Warren is mm-hmm. very progressive.
2: Yeah, most very.
0: Democrats, <laughs> yeah, most Democrats are not. Like, people. people like to call Democrats left. Democrats are not left they're not
2: left,
1: they're not left, left.
0: yes, yeah, they're middle, they're middle
1: Republicans mm-hmm. are right. yeah.
0: Democrats are middle, and then left is i mean, I don't know, maybe independent, but I mean that's not really a, a <laughs> party i mean they they're independent of a party, right, so right right a birthday party, think, right. Um, right, right, so I think Happy birthday been, <laughs> 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 I think. <laughs> I I think Warren would have been too left for him as a VP. And he's not very progressive to me anyway. So,
2: that's no, important. Not. Not.
0: Abram, she would have given him the black vote that he needed and he and he really needs the black vote, right? Especially yeah. for right. my generation, like millennials and yep. like that yep. he needs he needs those votes right now. But, yeah the The issue with that is, is he can't win the presidency based on black votes alone. So, but. so, given what happened in in Atlanta, would she have been only a black vote and nothing else? Right.
2: Because he right. needs
0: both, right? So, and her polling right. numbers were, were was was lower. Kamala Harris, out of all the people that he talked about and that he betted uh, as VP, Kamala Harris had the highest mm-hmm. percentages. She has the highest numbers in terms of of support. And so what I've learned, a lot of things, American politics, these things in general boils down to numbers and data, and you have to be very good at math to figure this stuff out, right? So if you follow my social media, and, I mean, I have, like, a bunch of different profiles, but, like, (laughs) if you follow one of them, (laughs) you you talk to me, you talk to me in in person, you talk to me on the phone, you talk politics. I said, very own K- Kamala Harris is going to be his VP because it boils down to math. She's yeah, she brings him yeah. the highest chance of winning, and, mm-hmm. and it boils down to that. The issue, though, is does she really carry the black vote in the sense that he needs it? And I don't think this yeah, does.
1: because a lot Somebody of people are like, it's, oh, it's a good point
0: because yeah, she because a lot of people are like oh like you said like her past is prosecuted so I'm not gonna vote for her because of what she did at prosecutor with how she harmed black people the marijuana stuff, trans stuff a lot of people are like I'm not gonna vote yeah. for her for that reason but 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 for me personally it's like
2: mm-hmm.
0: there's no there's no universe I can live in where voting or not vote voting for Trump or not voting for Biden would be better yeah. than voting for Biden
2: here.
1: Yeah, that's that, that, I, on right. this. We completely agree. Like um, the stuff that I've seen, I'm 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 older than y'all, probably twice y'all' age. But the stuff I have seen from this guy, I have never seen before from any uh, president beforehand. I mean, mm-hmm. just he is a he is a nightmare scenario that happens <laughs> on a <Nightmare>. perfect storm. <laughs> you yeah, know, like. It, 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 it it's 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 crazy because you, here you have a guy who really doesn't care about facts. He he's a, but he, I refer to him a lot of times as a reality warper. when he tries to do his <laughs> reality around his lies. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And un, unfortunately, and this is something I have been railing about for years in my music and my content um, is the fact that the American people aren't. Really good at critical thinking, and every time a right. politician gets I, on TV a, and says, <laughs> yes. right, "You know," and, and like every time I, I, a politician gets on TV and says some some dumb shit, like, "Well, the American people are smart." My eyes roll up in my head, and I know they're gonna get stuck there one day because
0: they're, one, really, now, and, they're and,
1: it, and this is how. And then
2: I'm
0: gonna let, I'm gonna let, I'm gonna let her talk about uh, COVID. I know she has like a. A medical background, but like you can tell
1: mm-hmm.
0: American people are not smart just based on the way they, they took or handled this coronavirus situation. Yes.
1: Right? Yes.
0: Yes.
1: Ridiculous. Yes. Yes. Yes.
0: My, my, don't have I'm sorry. No, go ahead, I, I was going to talk about it anyway. So, I mean, that's I was just, you. I was I, I, I didn't want to interrupt your, like, if you were saying something, I like to interrupt your thoughts, but. When it comes to COVID, like when it comes to COVID, when we were told what to do, like even not mm-hmm. even thinking about what our government was telling us to do, like if you were paying right. attention, because there was quite a few of us mm-hmm. that were paying attention to what was going on in China, what were
2: they yes. doing? Like
0: right. it's just like deductive reasoning. Like there I, I feel like um, education has not been really centered in the U.S. Whatever mm-hmm. in the past twenty years mm-hmm. or so, and it shows. Nobody can think critically, yeah. and I honestly think that they are kind of re- like they're getting us out of the habit of being able to think critically. Especially when you think about mm-hmm. what Ooh. education consisted of, like when you were done with high mm-hmm. school and at eighteen, mm-hmm. you knew way more than what some that's have. right. You college nowadays, and you pay for that. So, um, yeah, critical thinking is. Not there. And when they try and say that, oh well, we can trust the American people, I was like, no, I feel that they are. <laughs> um, and this hey, is hey. me and Tommy conspiracy theorists or whatever. But they're they're relying on the media and creating a certain story and mm-hmm. crafting narratives. Uh-huh. Like I don't. They don't really want us to be able to think critically. Because
1: if they did, then they would be trouble. It's a lot easier to rule a a people that don't think critically because you can create any narrative. And I tell people this all the time. The universe is not just made up of atoms. It's made up of (laughs) narratives. (laughs) Mm -hmm, (laughs) Whatever they can get people to believe, it will control their behavior. So when he gets on his platform and starts poo-pooing the virus – He's going to have all those uh, people in his cult that, are, that, that listen to every word he's saying and somehow think he's a Masonic figure or something. It, like, these mm-hmm. people are going to listen to that, and they're going to part his, his, his talking points and what he, what he does. So, case in point, look what happened down there in Florida. Now, they got uh, a complete nimrod as a governor, um, DeSantis, <laughs> Sorry about that. I had to get that sneeze out, and it was not a COVID sneeze. Um,
2: oh, you're good.
1: They got, this complete idiot as a governor down there in, in, in Florida. Who, when he was running for governor, what, what was he doing a lot times? He was mimicking Trump, and he was trying to show right. Trump how he would hold, he would carry his water for him. So mm-hmm. when Trump went out there and, and oh, yeah, and when, when he went out there and told, told his people, that's what we're talking to. We're only talking to his folks, right? He told his people mm-hmm. uh, that this is like the, this is, uh, the sniffles. It's, it's, not, it's no worse than the flu. All this nonsense, because Florida is a red state, which means a lot of people down there are predisposed already to vote for the Republican Party and buy into their narratives. He condemned those people down there to the fate that they had. And then when, when Governor DeSantis um, co-signed it and said, sure, it's not a big deal. Uh, yeah, we don't have to do what uh, New York did. He, and he even went so far as to go on a, a, a news uh, outlet. No, I think it was at a, a press conference. And tell them they, they should apologize to him. And then a week after he said that, the bomb hit. The COVID vomit. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, so so uh, narratives matter and platforms matter. And I, I, like me getting platform on my little matters. itty bitty, six, definitely. Like me getting on my little itty bitty 16,000 subscriber platform and saying something, I, could, I can cause damage with that. But that's nothing compared to what a president and the power and prestige of the office can do when he opens his mouth. And says that nonsense, right? He's responsible for this. Per and simple. He, he's. I always say, you know, my um, stage name is uh, a Tombstone, the Dead Man, and I, I, I uh, grab a lot of the imagery from, from death. And I always say, you know, if I'm the Horseman Death, Trump is the Horseman Pestilence. Like he literally came <laughs> here to I'm help lying. spread that crap, man. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like it's ridiculous. It's ridiculous. Yeah.
0: And, I mean, my point about COVID, I mean, this isn't a podcast about COVID, but I would like to say COVID, coronavirus, whatever you want to call it, pandemic, this is also something that boiled down to understanding math, right? So very early on, yeah. like when schools were shutting down, and they were saying, like, oh, uh, they're going to be online, the U.S. Is, is, you know, we're closed down. So I think here in Tennessee, I think it was like mm-hmm. a month, I think, and they were like, we're going to go into a phase: stay at home, from, and it might not have even been a month. It might have been less than that. And I was talking to people, right. and I was like, "Yo, this this is gonna be a lot longer than one month. Like, there's no there's no yes. logical way this is only going to last a month. I'm like, I would imagine. I said early on in March that this was going to be until August, while politicians were saying the opposite of that, right? And I'm like, if oh, you look, Lord. At the data, look at That's look right. at look yeah, look look at the data, look and, and just think. There's countries that were locked down for over 100 days. Locked, and I mean locked down. So, how do you logically say this is going to last a month or two months? I mean, or or whatever. There's there's no, look, I mean, it's just, and I can't say common sense because I don't think that it's common sense. I think that it's thinking like you guys. Yeah. But I also think that it, it comes down to thinking critically and understand how understanding how math works. If you're good at math, you can do a lot of things in the world. I mean, I'm a strong believer in that. So so that was yeah. everything else. And I'm like, I I caught it. Like, go on my Twitter, bro. I caught it early on. The coronavirus is going to last a long time. And then when states reopen, open, I caught it. I was like, they're going to stay open for like two weeks and shut back down because they're not shut containing down, the yep. virus. Shut down,
1: when yes, yeah, that yeah, you said and the same thing on my podcast. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm.
0: and the so, thing. Go ahead. Uh, I was gonna say, and the thing that's crazy about that is, when you talk to like epidemiologists, like the people that study outbreaks and all this other stuff, they've been saying since this yes, like, right. I want to say since December and January that this is going to be at least a year. This is going to be at least a yeah. year-long ride, but if, especially if we can contain it early on. Unfortunately, right. you know, right. Trump was not able to, you know, our government was not able to get it together. But exactly what you said, if you understand math, if you understand the way that, this, that COVID spreads, that people aren't even are, are, are spreading when they're not symptomatic and that people right. aren't even right. are, like, infected for how long they are, it just makes sense. It just it, it just adds up. And other people were just I don't understand how people like you were saying how how they I thought that we were going to be open in two to three months. I, I was just like that. Just
1: it's ridiculous. It's ridiculous. It's the it's the um thinks. the worst form of identity politics. Because I usually don't have a problem with identity politics. Because if you're being persecuted because of your identity, you might want to get some politics there to deal with that, right? But this is the worst mm-hmm. type of identity politics because he politicized a pandemic. And what mm-hmm. happens is it's people's politics is absolutely. one way that they identify themselves. So if he says, we over here on the Republican side uh, don't believe that this is that bad, people, mm-hmm. instead of looking at the actual data, they're going to go with what, what they feel like is part of their identity. That's why they, they reacted so poorly to them being suggested, yo, you got to wear these masks. And now we're hearing stories of them going in these stores, being told to wear masks, and they're fighting on people. And I just got to right. say, my daughter, my daughter works at at, at a Walmart. Yes, if I come home and tell me somebody? <laughs> she told somebody yeah. to wear a mask, and they got up. It's going gonna, it's gonna to be some furniture moving in there. So, like, he did this. He did like you know, like, sure. like you said. Sure. This was supposed to be like a year, a year, not no three. This fool was saying uh, in in April that he thinks it should be able to open up for Easter. That's what this fool yeah. was saying. You, you know, know, you, know I,
0: why, you know why you know why he said that because Donald Trump cannot think critically and he does not understand that he does he can't do it. Right, right. right. And <laughs> I also right. want to bring it into this conversation the fact that, like, and also um, just money. Um, It's been in everyone's pockets, and even with, like, what was it called? Um, In New Orleans, is it Mardi Gras? Mardi Gras? I thought it was about something. But they knew they should have not had that festival, but they had it.
1: Anyway. Like, mm -hmm. a lot
0: of places Mm -hmm. have their, their cash strapped, and when they're trying to decide whether, should we do this or should we do that, I feel like Trump's main focus is the monetary one? I think he's ignoring exactly. everything else for that. If, if one thing Trump understands, that's money. <laughs> um, right. At least I think he well, tries he's bankrupt. To though. Every I don't, I don't well he, he he understands he doesn't he doesn't say that he likes it. <laughs> right, right, exactly. yeah. right. He
2: understands that he likes it, but that's he understands that, that not
0: he likes it. 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 <laughs> yep, That's, that's true. It. True. every every, that's every definitely, everything, yes, yeah. every business that he has had has failed. That. So
1: yeah. I find that yeah.
0: hilarious,
1: yeah. <laughs> but you <laughs> know what happened too, right? The way he convinced right. his uh his base, um okay, so remember he had that little dumbass reality show, right? Yeah. So when you looked mm-hmm. at the show, they presented him as if he was like one of these CEO types that sat mm-hmm. behind you know, the head of the board and made decisions mm-hmm. and took feedback. That's never been his business model. He effectively has, for all intents and purposes, a mom and pop uh, thing going on over there. He never had to make decisions yeah. for a board or uh, be responsible to shareholders. He never had to do any of that, right? So mm-hmm. the perception he put out there was that he was one of those type of guys, and and this is how they they confused what he his uh his um, reality show persona with the reality of what he actually is, mm-hmm. a trust fund baby, you know, who, mm-hmm. who, who attempted and failed at every business venture he ever did. He never paid his bills. And, and the thing is, this is why I don't like to hear the Patriot talk coming from the mouths of his followers because he wouldn't show his taxes. Now, I heard the Tea Party running their mouths for years talking about um, uh, house the very wealthy and the giant corporations with special interests were running the country and getting all the things they wanted and they were doing everything for Wall Street and nothing for Main Street and yet you let this guy, this guy not show mm-hmm. you his taxes and we are in the, we're in the fourth year of his presidency and he did not show you his taxes right. and y'all was good right. with that right exactly
0: Which, which which, which which brings me to, to my, my next point. I'm going to transition back to focusing on Biden and his VP, Kamala Harris. But
2: mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
0: it's just like the way that he has run his presidency, like you said, it's taxes, the, the coronavirus situation, which a lot of these deaths, I mean, arguably are his fault. It's like, yeah, do you want another four years of this? Because we're yeah. still in the middle of the pandemic, right? So, who like, arguably, mm-hmm. let's say this goes on until November of next year. Do you want this to be the person that's leading your country throughout this experience? Exactly. And I mean, if your answer, if your answer is yes to that question, that's your answer. I mean, I'm not even like we don't have to have a conversation because we're we're on two different <laughs> waves of intelligence, and I'm not going mm-hmm. to converse yeah. with somebody that's not on that on that level with me. So that's your yes, but if the answer is no to that, you have to vote, and you have to vote with Biden here. Would that have been my first right. choice? Absolutely not.
1: But, right. I mean,
0: it's
2: I
1: mean,
0: you know, whatever. So That's yeah. my
1: position on it, too. That's my position on it, too. Like, I don't have to like it. Like I said, I'm an adult. I know I can't have ice cream for breakfast, ice cream for dinner, right. ice cream for lunch. No, you're not going to always get exactly what you want, particularly not when it comes to politics, it's, it's not, mm-hmm. that's not how that works. So, um, it, you have to accept a certain amount of compromise and I'm at the point where it's a uh, harm reduction. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Um, it is. At, at the very least, uh, Joe Biden and Kamala Harris will be competent stewards. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like at the very least. And we can work on, um, Cause I always tell people that's on the far, the far, far left. Cause a lot of my my opinions are on the far, far left. You have a mm-hmm. better chance protesting and getting them to listen than you do yes. getting the the GOP. They not they not with anything you're talking about. They're not with mm-hmm. anything yeah. you're talking about at all. So at, at the end of the day. Uh, I, there are a lot of people out here talking about voting for a party. I forget the um. The, I told them bad with names. Joe, voting, uh, voting Joe, uh, Kanye, and
2: Kanye.
1: Voting for, oh my! You know what? <laughs> if if nothing else, if nothing else can convince you of just how absolutely bigoted and racist the GOP is, when Jared Kushner took a meeting with Kanye, this is how all this shit started. Jared Kushner took a meeting with him. And they start talking, and this is all a ploy. And so basically, what the GOP said was, rappers, black people love rappers. Let's get a mm-hmm. rapper to, to to run. <laughs> Let's get a rapper to run and maybe peel off. You know how how insulting that is. Me as a right. rapper, it's I'm extremely. saying that's insulting. <laughs> that's insulting, man. Right. What what
0: got me about that? I'm sorry, and this is really irrelevant. Was the fact that he called his party the Happy Birthday Party because everybody should feel like it's their birthday
2: every day? I was like, what? We wanted want, want to take a test I I was oh done. Like, done. Like,
0: and I was done. And like you said, this is completely off off relevance. But like, I don't know that I want every day to feel like it's my birthday. Mm-hmm. Like, Same. Like,
2: I mean, like... like people like, don't feel that
0: way. You know? If, if everybody felt like that every single day, we would
2: be in a shit show.
1: Uh-huh. Well, part of part of the problem with, with the American people is they um, overestimate um, how intelligent they are, how smart they are. They, they, the world revolves around them. And, you know, on your birthday, right. you expect the world to revolve around you. Revolve around the you. other problem with mm-hmm. the United... Yeah, the other problem with the United States is, and in my opinion, this is one of the things that's actually driving the COVID situation to not uh, uh, be resolved in a way is the fact that we are so invested in this country in individualism and not collectivism. Now, there are some cases yeah. where individualism absolutely is the, is the way you want to go, but when you're talking about the public good, when you're talking about um, helping the most amount of people. You cannot then get on some individualism shit during a pandemic because that is mm-hmm. a pandemic's best friend. That's a vibe. Inviting- oh, right. you don't want to do what, okay, I'm going to spread to you, through you, to her, through him. And before you know it, you're going to be collectivist anyway because you're collectively mm-hmm. going to have COVID. <laughs> you're going to have mm-hmm. that moment. So right. <laughs> uh, I, right. I, I, don't, I don't know. I don't know. We are in trouble That's all of a sudden.
0: We are you know, in, in this like I mean we we keep going on a bunch of different standards but like that's why I didn't feel bad about um Bernie dying. Like I'm like, okay, yeah, you know, I me mean, like mm. his somebody. His family lost me somebody. But, one, but but one, he was a he was a piece of shit politically. And yes. two
2: yes. He, mm-hmm.
0: he he allowed Trump to leave him to his death because he was one of these Oh, we don't have to wear masks, people. Right. You know, like, right. Oh, is all, all on his Twitter. All
1: on his Twitter. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: So like you, mm-hmm. you died because you could not think critically. I guess this podcast is gonna be, gonna be about thinking critically at this point. But like <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> But like you died because you didn't have a mind of your own to make decisions for yourself to prevent them. hmm Yeah.
2: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So we went I to, I to a super it? spreader event. <laughs> yes, <Rucky. yes>, yes. <laughs> it's
0: it's just crazy. And, and what's even crazier to me, is, um, as was mentioned earlier, that this president has been doing things, that it's just like, are you serious? It's like, It's like I feel like once he's out of office, they're going to take some time and make some rules so this doesn't happen again.
2: Yes. Because, I, I was
0: thinking that you know, same. because you have to, you know, They'll have to. Yeah. Because they were depending on people being decent people and being understanding of certain things. No. Not when you have somebody right. that has like that type of personality. Um, I think there's right. something else I want to say. Whatever.
2: Yeah. yeah.
0: Yeah, they ha- I mean, that's I forgot, he, that uh, and I mean, he's yeah. mean, but, but like you said, they have to because I mean, at this point, he's talking about uh, I don't know how the right word to say. Uh, he's talking about mis. I mean, I'm gonna I'm gonna the word mishandling. He's potentially already mishandling the 2020 election after Fact. what he already did with Russia for the 2016
2: election. Fact. Uh- Oh,
0: no. yes, absolutely. Like what he's doing with the youth, with um, you know, the post office and all this other mm-hmm. stuff. Himself in office. I, yeah. I, I hope something's done, but I, I I don't know if anything is really gonna be done in the case of him. I feel well, like your, he's done real so thing? much. Uh
2: huh. No, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead.
0: I was gonna say that he's done so much. I wonder where they're gonna be like. Okay, here's the line. Like, w- at what point are they gonna start bringing? Uh, his offense is up to him because he's stopped lying so many they're times. Like, yeah. Because yeah.
1: that's, that's yeah. mm-hmm. you got to remember, um, the Republicans are in for a penny, and for a pound right now. They have, yeah. whatever um for better or worse, they have tied their boats to Hurricane Trump. And mm-hmm. now they're kind of in self-preservation mode because if they had cut him off two years ago, two years ago, and decided, no, we're not playing this game with you, they will be in a much better position now to be able to be the ones to actually say, no, dude, you can't do this with the post office. We're not letting you do that. Right, right. Because you're right, setting right. precedents. You're setting precedents that could possibly be used against us later on when there's not a Republican in office. And and his, his presidency has shown that for all of the pomp and circumstance and the mythcrafting that this country has done over the years, America is fragile as hell. Because it's like, like you said previously, um, a lot of these things that he broke or changed, they weren't canonized in law. It was a simple thing. This is just not done. This is just not done. Well, you got to have the power of some teeth behind that shit. That says the moment you do this, we shut you down. You can't do it. But mm-hmm. they didn't, and he's taking advantage of
2: everything,
1: mm-hmm. all of it. Yeah. Yep. Yep. There is no bottom. There is no bottom with mm-hmm. this guy. That's
0: and just, the thing um, is, I just want to bring this up real quick. You, I don't know if you guys are, I have heard of this, because they started to come out probably maybe two, maybe three years ago that they found that there was something going on with Republicans. in North Carolina is the place I remember the most that they were stealing ballots. They suspect that they were collecting ballots and never turning them in, or they're going to have yep. a Democratic area they're collecting them, and an investigation going into that. And I have no idea what happened, but I would assume that with that, quote, unquote, investigation going on, they wouldn't try this mess with the mail is what really has me right. surprised. Like That's a good point. That it's even happening.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: But yeah, I,
1: I heard something about it, and you know, haven't heard anything else about it since we yeah, talked about same. it the first time.
2: Yeah, mm.
0: same. Um, but back, back, come out here. We went on, we went on Trump. Let's yeah. just talk about Yes, we did. So, I mean, some some uh, just briefly, some of the issues with her, obviously, as you guys said, was her time as prosecutor. So I know two mentioned her truancy laws. Um, she also kept, uh, I think it was trans women in men's prison. Um, yeah. She, uh, she was big on marijuana uh, she um, allegedly she, she says this is not true but allegedly she supports the death penalty and kept innocent people on death row and typically speaking a lot of times when people are on death row most of them are black men so obviously that was something that would have affected black men and then she kept people past their sentences so that they could still use their free labor and all of those yeah. are horrible things i mean I, I don't think any Fun, of us but. can say that that's not some some shit some horrible shit to do to somebody um Man. and if you know me like i said i am a little political a little bit you know but um <laughs> i completely i'm <laughs> completely anti well, That's my point to say that i'm anti the u s punishment system criminal system as a whole so
2: definitely yeah. i
0: think is is I'm I'm very inside that because one a lot of times as I mentioned they are black people but a lot of times they're poor and I think it's like one in six of them are innocent.
2: Right, yeah. right, right. So it's like right. and, and
0: that's something else that boils down the numbers, right? It's like all these yes. people you're 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 murdering for something that they couldn't have done whether it's something. That I mean, where they boil down the evidence, sometimes they couldn't afford a lawyer that could actually advocate for them. But, like, when it's six or whatever the number is, I don't know off the top of my head, that's a very high number. And that's that's a high percentage of risk that you're taking to murder somebody who likely didn't even commit this crime.
1: Can you imagine how horrible that is to be that person that know that you didn't do what they accused you of? and And they're yeah, going to kill awful. you now, and you have to, that's awful awful, awful
2: yeah and, that, is, and, and the, is, the thing with what,
1: what, what scares me about uh uh miss Hearst is that so like you said it was the, at one point she declined to pursue the death penalty against uh some dude that murdered a a, a san francisco police officer she declined yeah, she to do it. And, and, you know, people criticized her, even uh, Senator uh, Feinstein, like, at the eulogy, mm-hmm. criticized her and all of that. So that's why it was so crazy later on when she, you know, refused to support the two ballot initiatives that would have banned the death penalty. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? And it's like opportunism. And that's what, that's what scares me because when I saw her do that with the health care thing, I instantly went back to mind to that. I said, okay, mm-hmm. so when you get uh, pushback of any, any substantial amount of pushback, you're going to kind of not want to deal with try, that. And mm-hmm. Yeah, you're going to exactly. overcorrect in the other direction. And that's exactly. scary for a president. Because I'm, I'm also, like I said, I told you earlier, I'm thinking in terms of Joe Biden is old. We don't know. Yeah. Four years, four years, and, and, and his, first pre- his first year president as president, he's still dealing with the COVID stuff. We don't know. We don't know. Yeah, okay. right. And, right. And presidents get a phenomenal amount of pushback, criticism, no matter what side of the political exactly. face you are. Exactly. I really don't want her to, um, to do what I think Bill Clinton did a lot of the times where he would co-opt um, talking points. And positions from the Republicans, so they couldn't attack him with it anymore.
2: Yeah, you know huh, what I'm saying. Uh-huh.
1: I saw him. I saw. I saw Clinton do that during this presidency, and uh, big surprise, I was not a fan. Um, so again, I see these these little threads that somebody that that is operating in bad faith could pull at. You know what I'm saying? And it's like mm-hmm. it's a good thing that that she's going in as vice president. But I always like to remind people anything can happen. She could be the president. To a sure. man. She could be president because let's, let's, not, let's not sugarcoat it. A lot of times, Biden be looking kind of shaky, baby. He looks kind of shaky, you know, a little fragile up there. Okay. He's not the Joe that beat the brakes off of Paul Ryan in that debate. That's not the same Joe. It's not the same Joe.
0: Yeah, but and and I and I wonder with her. I mean, like you said, that scares me about her that she can get a little bit of push pushback and kind of change her stance. But that also makes mm-hmm. me wonder. And maybe it's me trying to see the good in somebody. If if the things mm-hmm. that she did as prosecutor was because she was mm-hmm. under some sort of pressure, and I don't think people. I feel that. You wonder. Yeah, I don't think people who like like I mean, you guys know, like I said, I got a little bit of politics to me, but I'm also somebody who studies the law and I understand how right. things work. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of yeah. easy for me to understand like, hey, being in this position of power, you could be under a lot of pressure. I mean, you like you guys I mean the people who you're who are pressuring you, they're taxpayers, they're other politicians. I mean there there's a lot of, of mm-hmm. reasons she could have been the way
2: she was.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah, I mean exactly. Well, I mean it, one it, it's a, thing
1: Bob well, was about to say one thing that could have been what it was. Um, I, I don't know if you remember this, but there was an incident that took place where a technician in the district attorney's office stole some cocaine from the DA crime lab, mm-hmm. and they completely fucked the evidence up. And she oh was trying to keep it under wraps, and she mm-hmm. failed. She did not inform the defense attorneys. So as mm-hmm. a result. I forget how many. I think it was almost a 1,000 drug-related cases was thrown out because, because she did that. So that could have been the pressure, you know, needed to have her flip-flop on some stuff while she was in that position. Who knows? Right. So that's ugly. That's ugly right there. That, that's ugly. Um. Specifically from the standpoint of if if you're going strictly the way uh, 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 people always zone in on corruption, systemic corruption, that looks very corrupt. You know, so it's like why didn't you tell the defense attorneys, uh, uh, Kamala, why? What's the deal? What was happening? Uh, You know, and maybe somebody utilized that to kind of twist her in the direction they wanted her to go.
0: Right. Yeah, I don't, but, and then again, on the other thing, I mean, you guys can let me know if you agree or disagree. But I will say that as a senator, she has supported some good policies and bills. Like, I know she was an advocate for HBCU funding. She's been really good about the Uh coronavirus stuff. So it's kind of like, and I don't think everybody deserves this. I think some people are too far gone. You can't forgive them. Leave them the fuck alone. I don't think she's yeah. at that point of where I'm like, I hate you. Like you know what I'm saying? Like I, I think that yeah, I know, what you're I She shown, and I think I think she can show that she can change and that she's an advocate for different things. Um, like you know, like I don't think she can. I don't. I think I don't think she's unforgivable.
2: Um,
1: she's not irredeemable. Um, and, she's, yes. and she's done things that I absolutely applauded. Like when she yeah, took exactly. down Kevin, uh, oh, my goodness. She <laughs> or when she uh-huh. went at uh, uh, Bill Barr. They, like, they, they've been showing that footage. I watched it real time. But they've been showing that footage <laughs> where she took down <laughs> Bill Barr <laughs> at that hearing. And it is the, the looks on her face when he was clearly lying and stalling for time. Yes. I recognize those looks from my aunt. <laughs> yeah, my I mean, aunts have all had those same looks talking to me. <laughs> yeah, it, so she's done some stuff. You know?
0: she has. I have to um, agree that I feel that she's redeemable. I don't feel like she, you know what I'm saying? That she can't do better. But mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I feel we need to look at her as a whole, you know, of all her things. I
2: agree. Yeah. Well,
0: let me yeah. let me ask you yeah. guys this let me ask you guys this. Do you think that she should be and I mean I don't I don't mean maybe you can throw some suggestions out there, I don't really know how how this would work. But like if you feel like she's somebody that that you can forgive, do you think that there should be a point in time whether it's a conversation or whatever where she has to admit, like, hey, I did this and it was really fucked up and I did this because XYZ but I'm not going to do that anymore. Like, now my mindset is this. Like, do you think that she should be, I mean, I guess held accountable for what she's done, and what would that really look like?
1: Hmm. Um, I am of the opinion that admitting that you were wrong does not erode your credibility. It bolsters it. Saying that you were wrong, that, that, you know, being able to be swayed by evidence is an appealing uh, uh, aspect of people's character, and I don't see it happen a lot um, these days. Mm-hmm. I think mm-hmm. if, if, I don't know how she would go about doing it, um, right. maybe in, 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 a, in a speech or something at the convention. They're doing that little virtual convention, right? So maybe, as, I don't know how she would go about doing it or what platform she would do it on. I don't think um, it would erode um, her strength. I think it would just add to it. Um, because mm-hmm. we don't see it often, and we've seen examples currently of somebody with power they can't admit they were wrong. They just can't, you know, so that's ugly. We've noticed that's ugly, but I, I caution people, um, there's a whole other uh, conversation being had on the other side of this political fence. One of the things I do, I do independent, some independent contract work um, where I, mm-hmm. um, behind the scenes, help fact-check articles and stuff that you'll find on certain social media sites. And what I have noticed is the conversations we're having right now on the other side of that political fence they are in a complete different bubble. It's almost like there's this giant uh, uh, membrane that separates um, people that think like us and people that think like them. And they have their own set of talking points. They have their own set of, and I'm saying this in quotations, facts, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So um, at the end of the day, it's, that's why it's so difficult to persuade people. I don't think she should be attempting to persuade them. I think it's yeah. all about the base, the base that, that is concerned with getting Trump out of there, but are feeling mm-hmm. a certain type of way about her. If she came out and said, she don't even have to go into detail about what those mistakes mm-hmm. were. If she just mm-hmm. said, I, have, I am human. I have made mistakes, things that I regret, but I have, the difference is I have learned from those things. Right. And going forward, I take what, um, what I learned and act on that. I think a lot of people that have misgivings about her, they'll still be um, doubtful, but I think it would go a long way to making people feel better about her being in the position she's in. I, I think it does, you know, especially if, if it comes off sincere. You know, and genuine. Well, she, uh, she's not irredeemable. Yeah.
0: Absolutely agree.
1: Give me you agree, you disagree? What do you think?
0: Oh, I, I I absolutely agree. I have nothing new to add, but I absolutely agree. You know what I mean? Yeah, I think like I'm big. I'm not going to say I'm big on forgiveness. I, I think I should be big on forgiveness, so I try to say that I am, but I'm not always, You should be right? bigger.
1: You should so, be bigger on not... forgiveness than you
2: are.
0: <laughs> but, like,
1: <laughs>
2: but
0: so like, so like, I can forgive you, but I also, I'm going to hold you accountable. And I think right. like, Kamala Thanks. is somebody you can do that with. So... I mean, like I said, like, are they my first pick? Especially not Biden. I, I mean, like, like, he's definitely not my first
2: Biden's
1: pick. Biden's not my first pick at all. all. <laughs> at all. But it <laughs> is not
0: my last. I mean, you know what I'm saying? Right. So it's like, like, I, like, like, I have to think about what my beliefs are politically, right? Like, I'm I'm pro H C C U obviously. I would all day long, number like one. Um, <laughs> like obviously I mean obviously I'm a, I'm I'm pro black as fuck. I'm pro criminal justice reform. I'm pro here, abortion. Here. Um, like like I fully support abortion. I'm I'm obviously pro women's rights. Like there's a lot of things that I support, so I have to politically support someone who I believe is going to further what my beliefs are of what the country should look like. And I think that amongst the options Available to me, those are the people that's going to do it.
1: Yeah, and at, at the very least, you don't want to lose ground. And this is what I try to explain to people look, I am every bit as radical as a lot of them. There's a lot of shit I don't like, so much so that I'm probably going to retire out of the country. But whatever the case yeah. is, <laughs> I, am, I am practical and prudent. <laughs> I am prudent. You know what I'm saying? So I don't want to lose ground. Um, um, holding on to something that's just an impossibility. So uh, uh, Joe Biden's the guy, and, and this this is demonstrable fact, none of those third-party people that these people might be floating around in their heads to vote for are going to win. There's only two campaigns that actually have a shot at getting that, that seat. So we can play games, and I, I, if I wanted to, I could go in there and, 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 and cut, do a protest vote and put Stokely Carmichael or something in there. But guess what? <laughs> like at the end of the day, it's either going to be Biden or Trump. And I, Trump is an intolerable nuisance. He can't stay in there. He can't. It, he is literally the embodiment of an erosion of adult leadership. We can't have him in there. He has got to go. So got to go Joe.
0: Yeah, but I wonder if some people don't realize like choosing. Not to vote or choosing to vote for third party or choosing to write it, Kanye, or whatever you're doing, that's a vote for Trump. And I mean, granted, you have your rights, right? right? Mm-hmm. You're free to vote. you you're free to vote for whoever you want to vote for because you you have your rights. But it's just like uh-huh. you're. I feel like you're mis, misusing those rights if you if you don't use them correctly, like. You're, I'm, I don't I know if I'm saying that the right way, but it's just kind of like you're, you're by choosing not to do what's best for the country after this administration. It's just like, man, right. like, I don't know. Like, I, I, don't, I can't comprehend it. Like, like, I think it might be the wrong way. come but with responsibilities, too.
2: Yeah.
1: Rights come with so, responsibilities, and I think that's yes. what you're trying to basically say. Like You have these rights, sure, but you also should feel a, a bit of responsibility
2: for your Mm -hmm. fellow
1: citizens to have to live in this country with you, and you're Mm -hmm. taking a hell of a risk and being actually a little bit selfish. I know that's a hot take. Mm -hmm. You're being a little bit selfish because it's all about I just can't see myself. Like I heard somebody say on a Facebook thread once, uh, Joe Biden's a rapist and Trump is a rapist. This is intolerable. I can't do this. I can't do that. One, I don't really have an opinion. Or any of that All I can tell you is that I am here for harm reduction at this point He cannot stay in there You can feel whatever you want to feel About Joe Biden But Joe Biden is at the very least Going to not erode uh, our Moral standards He's not going to erode Certain things publicly Because that's not on brand for him Trump on the other hand It's on brand for him To be a complete shitbird. That's on-brand yeah. to the point where people have accepted it and I on his side of the fence say, so no, he's not a good man. But he's, so they acknowledge that he's a piece of shit, and they're good with it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's, that's on-brand for him. He doesn't have to be anything else but a piece of shit, and that is a very low bar. <laughs> At least with mm-hmm. Biden, he has to, even if Biden is actually a piece of shit, it's not part of his brand to act that way, talk to act, that way, yeah. and present yeah, that yeah. way, yeah. you know?
2: Yeah.
0: yeah. I um. And here's another thing that I've been thinking about a lot lately, and I, I think I saw this on Twitter. Um, Republicans are going to vote Trump based on the fact that they're Republicans. Democrats are not going to vote for Biden based on the fact he's a Democrat. They're going to be like, oh, but this, nope. this, 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 this. Republicans like, hey, I'm yeah. Republican. I'm voting Republican all day long. Democrats don't do uh-huh. that, and that's the problem. But, I mean, I'm not a Democrat. I don't. I, I consider myself more independent. Neither. Than I'm independent.
1: Than anything, yeah. But I'm independent. Yeah. right.
0: But, like, but like, I'm a both Democrat. Like, I'm not. Like, I'm not going to just pick it up, Like, oh, I might not vote because X, Y, Z because Republicans aren't going to do that.
1: They're not. They're not. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. They're not. They're exactly very that. um um tribal. Um, some would even say cultish. <laughs> you know like yeah. that—that—that is—that's yeah. what they—that's that's on brand for them. And because of that, um, like typically, because for some reason, those on the left, if they don't if they don't fall in love, so to speak, with the, uh, a person that that's running, they don't they don't go out and vote. They don't go out and do those things. And the Republicans will go out and vote. So it, actually, it's not that the majority of Americans agree with their positions. It's just that typically they can get more of their base out in the places that matter. Because um, Hillary clearly won the popular vote last time, but she ain't sitting mm-hmm. here in the White House. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So you can get all these people is to come out and vote.
0: But I, but like, oh, yeah. Has to be, like, that's what, I mean, we can't even go into that. Listen, I mean, but, like, <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm going to about... <laughs> go ahead. No, I mean, you've, been quiet. You, you've been quiet anyway, so go ahead and take your rant. Take rate. <laughs> I mean, the only thing I was really going to bring up about her is kind of what we had said earlier, which was, you know, voting for a third party at this point is placing another, you know, point in Trump's box. And if hmm. after, so I almost understand why somebody, why they would have done it during Trump Hillary, I guess, if they didn't know. But now we. We know what Trump is capable of, and what he does. still, if I go on a third party after that, I kind of question your judgment. If you, you know what I'm saying? Like if you claim that 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 nothing of what he does is what you like. Um, But with Hillary Clinton, I really don't have much of a um, a comment on like her her run, um, other than I feel like you know there there were you know we know there were forces against. Her being um, in a position of power, and that election, in my opinion, was stolen from her. And I'm not even really a Hillary-like fan like that. But same, it, same, it is what it
2: is.
0: I have nothing really important to say on that.
1: Yeah, I you, mean, are, you I have think, you have a point though. She has a point. Um, there is enough. There is enough, at least, circumstantial evidence to conclude. Like, I mean, Comey coming out. A week before they like, come on, man! Like it's a, it was a lot of funky stuff that happened in 2016. It was a lot yeah. of funky stuff that took place, you know. Yeah.
0: Yeah, I mean, but I, I think, and I mean, I, I think you could do a completely separate hour on this alone. But yeah, like, why? The way that politics in the U.S. is set up, so that the popular vote does not guarantee the fight is an issue, especially if you want to be this brand of a democracy. The U.S. is not a democracy, but, like, if that's the brand that you want to use,
1: you should be a true dem- mm-hmm. a true
0: democracy and allow the people to decide. And the electri- Electoral College completely blocks that. Um, it does. But
1: it does. I mean, I don't know. But there is that's an argument going. on the other side um, where – because I've heard the other side of the argument where they would say, okay, so take black folks. Black folks make about 14% of the population – of the United States, um, if we went strictly by numbers, uh, there'd be very few things, according to them, yeah. that we wanted that we would get, because even when they talk about, are talking about reparations, and with clear demonstrable harm that was done not just through slavery, but through all other things that happened after that, right? And they still can't get a consensus. Or whether or not, you know, so it's like that's the, that, that's the other side of the argument, which I particularly don't subscribe to as much because I feel like the Electoral College has screwed It screwed, it screwed us. It screwed us. It did. It may have been effective back in the day or whatever, but now it's, it's I don't know. It's, it's looking shaky. At the very least, I would argue for, um, for us to actually take a look at it. And examine mm-hmm. it, and then maybe there's some things in it that we definitely could could fix that that could be you know put some checks and balances in there, but to say that we shouldn't look at it at all, everything should go the way it always has gone, I think that's an error that's a big error Uh, mm-hmm. mm-hmm. oh, TV you want to add
2: anything
0: up there last kind of last thought to you, last minute closing thoughts for anybody. Uh, I don't have I don't have none at this time. I think I every time we kind of circled around something, I I you know I added to it. Like you know I brought it up. I don't have anything weighing on my heart at the moment.
2: <laughs>
1: um, just just a couple things. Um, one, thank you. We got a list. Thank you, Chloe, for allowing me to um, come on your show and. <laughs> Thank you, Alfred. allow me to do these madman rants that I kind of do on my show, <laughs> Black Culture Geeks. But I'm, i brought it here. Appreciate that. I'm doing part two. And the other thing is, I just one, one thing I just want to put out there for everybody: what, regardless of your political um, agenda and the things you want to happen in this country, the big reformative things you want to have happen in this country, in this country, listen. At this point, there has been an erosion of adult leadership. We have a clown right there right now in the White House, and, and everything that's happening now that you don't like, he's at least 75% responsible because of how he reacted to events and, and, and the status on the ground. So if you really care about getting some of this stuff to at least an equilibrium, you know, you got to get rid of the clown. He, he's got – Bozo's got to go. That's mm-hmm. what I have to say. Yeah. Bozo's got to go.
0: Yeah. yeah. I'm going to um make my last word, and then I, I forgot to tell you guys, but I always tell people I end with the song of the week and the shoe of the week, so I close out with my I'm going to let y'all take on that. Um, my bad. I, I I just I thought about the fact that I didn't tell y'all that before. Oh, he but um, <coughs> yeah, I will... oh, I have a song. <laughs> All right, on, let me, I want to say this. My my closing thoughts for Kamala Harris, and I mean, and, and maybe this a way with somebody. I strongly believe the more that we get minorities, women, uh, black people. I mean, black people are minorities, but I, I'm just gonna say black people because I'm black.
2: Um right. the more we put them
0: into positions of power and into politics, I think we'll see more change. So I think that by voting for Kamala as V P or inviting as president, you allow a black woman to get in, in in office and I think that opens doors for more people of color, um, women, minorities, to get into these positions if you look at it from that way, I mean, maybe it's not all that bad. Like, I strongly believe I can run for senate, and I can run for for whatever, and I can win. Like, I mean, I strongly believe that. <laughs> You're right. Um, but I think that by having those spaces in there, you continue to open doors. But I also think that that brings about more change. So that's what I'm going to close off with. I'm going to go ahead and do my song and my shoot while y'all are thinking and pondering. Um, my song, I'm going to just say, I'm going to do this entire album. I'm going with Juice World's last album, his post humorous album, Love Juice World, oh, okay. RP to Juice World. I listened to it with my little brother because like, hey, that's his favorite rapper. So I'm doing that for my song. I did the whole album. It's my show. I'm going to do what I want to do. Um, my shoe other guys <laughs> <My two> other- <laughs> I bought some Nikes. Um, I, bought I bought some Nikes on Saturday, so yesterday. Um, actually it was Friday, about like two days ago there's some red Nike press shows, so I'm rocking with them for my shoe of the week. Um and then Kimmy, I'm gonna let you take over with your song and your shoe. Okay, so my it's funny you said oh, I choose a whole album because it's a whole album i picked pick songs, but um I have been listening to Chloe and Hallie ungodly mm-hmm. rock right, like <laughs> every day. So, um and I, there's other albums I need to listen to. But the two songs off of there that I would, that are my, I'm going to pick two. I'm sorry. It's
2: Tiffany go ahead, go and I'm going
0: to. I couldn't pick. I couldn't pick between. I couldn't, I couldn't choose between those two. Um, okay. And she, I don't know. You know, <laughs> this is going to stop me. The little uh, Uggsburg, furry shoes, the little Uggsburg slippers. <laughs> I want some of that. That's, those are mine. to me. <laughs> that's what I'm um, <laughs> shopping for at this moment. Actually, I was like, "Let me get some of those." <laughs>
2: nice. <laughs> <laughs> All right, you so we'll
1: up? Yeah, my song of the week. It's not going to be a whole album like like you guys. It's going to be one song that really spoke to my soul when I heard it, um, and that's a uh, uh, "Try Jesus." uh, by, uh, I think it's the pronounced his name, Toby, the he says, uh, try Jesus, not me, cause I'll throw hands, yeah, that is, that, that's me, <laughs> song of the year, that, that's, mm, that's, that, my that's, song, song of the year, <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's song of the year, and, and Chloe, if you haven't heard it, I'll gladly share it in the chat, so you can take a look at it, yeah, go Take ahead. And listen send to, it to me. the video. <laughs> you got. You got to listen to it. It's it's, it's perfect. And my shoe, Now I'm, I was kind of torn on shoes because when you mentioned shoes, I start thinking of like big clown shoes because that kind of represents where the country is right now. Big old clown shoes. But I won't go there. <laughs> I won't go there. <laughs> I'm going with um, uh, butters. Those 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 light colored uh, uh, Timberlands because. I am such oh. a '90s inspired MC, and that to me was like my, one of my favorite eras, where we had the baggy pants, we had the tims, we was looking real thuggish out there. You know what I'm saying? So I'm going with the tims.
2: Nice. Okay. Let's go. All
0: right. Well, well, appreciate you both for coming on and discussing
1: um, our potential president.
0: My <laughs> president. Um, As um, always, it was a pleasure talking to you guys and hosting you guys on. So thank you for that.
1: Thank you for having me.